So before we begin, um, we just want to take a moment uh, to do a little bit of a disclaimer, a mm-hmm. trigger warning. Um, our next episode, uh, while phenomenal, um, can be rather upsetting or triggering for many folks. Uh, there definitely is some really harsh parts and some words that are used that may not be comfortable for everyone to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, it is regarding coming out um, and queerness throughout you know, time. So just keep that in mind. Uh, if that's something that might trigger you, then please, you know, maybe listen to one of our other episodes. We wouldn't want to trigger you or make sure you're in a safe space before you listen to this. Hi! Hi! <laughs> Welcome back to Positive Place Podcast at Podcast from Positive Pathways Community Services here in Windsor, ah. Ontario, Canada. <laughs> that's a wild ride. Tongue twister right I there. I love it. I, just, I, w- I went for it. I was like, let's do this. Uh, so today we have a special guest with us mm-hmm. uh, named Larry, and Larry's going to talk about his coming out story, and we are so, so excited. excited. Yeah. Larry is uh, an amazing person, and his story is, uh, yeah, I think it just really showcases his strength, his resilience, yes. and just what an amazing man he is. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> Puppy patch. Oh, pumpkin, pumpkin patch. Oh, you know what it is? I would never get out of a puppy patch. I love them. It's a pumpkin patch. You know, both work at Peppy's Pumpkin Patch. Peppy. You know, on front row, yes. as you go to like, Amherstburg? Yeah. It's a yes. big one in LaSalle. Ah, yeah. Peppy's Pumpkin Patch. So. Oh, your uncle owns yeah. it. Oh, so nice. That's so cool. But he also supplies nurseries, all the flowers for every hanging. Wet mm-hmm. in in Amherstburg. All the ones all those flowers. All those beautiful things you yeah. see on the, the high school there. All those. Those are Mark, all my uncles. Mark and I planted oh. that. Oh, really you cool. guys! And we planted those big, great, big ones that are hanging. Yeah. You're oh. such a wholesome couple. And they supply yeah. all the I'm not flowers. even being sarcastic. I really mean that. You're cute. Cute. They're not even that wholesome. Just yeah. like. Well, no, but what's wholesomeness mean, anyways, right? We're just normal. Mm. So today's episode is we have didn't do our three things, but I think we named a few people. Yeah. Yeah. We're good. So today's episode is our coming out episode. Uh, so like, what is coming out? So coming out is generally the process by which uh, a person tells other people about their gender identity or their sexual orientation or about themselves. Uh, this can look super big, like sitting down and having like a family meeting of like, mm-hmm. mom, yeah. dad, guess what? Uh, and then it can be super small scale. Like it could be as simple as correcting someone when they use the wrong pronouns about yeah. you. And coming out isn't just a single moment in time. Uh, it can be quite a process. First, by coming out to yourself, discovering your identity, accepting your own identity, and then planning how to tell other people in your life. Um, there's a lot to consider when considering coming out, which is a conversation that we'll have in another podcast. We're totally going to talk about like safety and like all those other considerations yes. if you're helping yourself or someone else come out. Yep. And yeah, often people say coming out um, is done once you've told most people in your life. Uh, But it really is a lifelong process. It's something that happens again and again. Um, Just like Steph said, it can be smaller or seem a lot more simple for some people. 
Um, but there definitely is a need to come out, right? And it can be as simple as your hairdresser asking about your love life, and then that's mm. a moment where you where you come out again. Um, or choose not to come out sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, or exactly. you sometimes my hair is like really important to me. Like my hairdresser knows at this stage. Mm-hmm. Um, we have like a whole bonding thing about it. Yeah, but. He, before that, like, when I have other random hairdressers or people doing my hair, I'm like, do I trust you with my hair? How far into this haircut are we? I have the same problem. Mm. Yeah, because your long, <laughs> luscious locks yeah. are just... <laughs> yeah. I'm bald, by the way. <laughs> um, yeah, or maybe your doctor is going to ask who you're having sex with, right? That can be a part of, like, STI screening. They might want to know, are you having sex with men, women, etc.? And that might be a moment where suddenly you're disclosing, right? Um, so each and every time you're in one of those situations, you get to make that decision about whether or not you want to share. It's mm-hmm. totally up to you. It's your comfort level. Um, but yeah, these are just things sometimes we don't always think about for people who come out, right? They have yeah. that lifelong reality and decisions to make along the way. Yep. Yeah. As it is right now, I'm an open book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, my philosophy is you've got a problem with me being gay. It's your problem. Deal with it. Hell yeah. I, I think that's yeah. his philosophy about everything in life. You got a problem with me being whatever. Yeah. Deal, Deal with, with it. it. And, <laughs> and open book about everything. Yeah. I uh, In my five years here at the agency, I have learned quite a lot about Larry. Yeah. Um, I don't have a filter. Uh, which is exactly why we have you on. Yes. Yeah. Because exactly. we're so excited to hear about your story and about your experiences in life. Mm-hmm. Um, and just really, like, learn from you, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully that will happen. I'm sure it will. I've tried going a different route th- about coming out. Okay, let's hear Which, it. Already? What route did you take? <laughs> all right, well, do you want me to go into this? Yeah, yeah you can dive right okay. in. Dive. It's all hi, you. Hi, everybody. I'm Larry. Uh, <clears throat> you're probably wondering why you need to hear a coming out story from a 68-year-old man. He looks more like he's 40. Yes. <laughs> My story starts at a very early age, starting out when I was five. At least that's what I remember because I've lost most of my memory from my childhood. Uh, people say young people don't remember things, but we all know they do. I had, at the time, six brothers and sisters. I was the second oldest, eventually to add three more siblings. Five years old and the words are burned into my brain. You are ugly, you're no good, you're a piece of shit, nobody will ever want you. You better not turn out to be a fag. That was done at five years old. Wow. Those words are, to this day, still burned in my head. I was was told that for the next nine years till I was 14. Those were from my father. Being told that for so long, I started to believe it. My self-esteem was so low, I withdrew from people, I became extremely shy, was afraid to speak as my voice was low and sounded like my mother's, always being mistaken for a girl on the phone. There were many fistfights with my brother, and after telling him, his friends, I was gay. He was telling everybody I was gay. Mm. This was like at 10 years old. Wow. Yeah. Brothers are the worst. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have five of them. You can have them all. Hell, I didn't even know what that meant, but I knew it was wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, back then, it was wrong to be gay. It's not part of society, and mm-hmm. nobody accepts it. Mm-hmm. So all my life, my father hated me. 
Many fist fights with him occurred over the years, and at one point when I was 14, I threw him down the stairs for threatening my sister and my mother. He was a crazy, mean drunk. I was sexually molested by a family friend who paid my, whom I paid my brother to set it up. Wow. wow. I ran away at 16 for three months and joined the Canadian Armed Forces military at 19 years old, basically to run away from the family. In the military, I was sexually harassed for my mannerisms, for just being sensitive. So I did what everybody else did in the early stages of those years way back when. I got married and had two daughters in the first two years to prove to everybody I wasn't gay. Mm. We had a perfect marriage and I had to, I had to perfect, what? <laughs> <laughs> I can't read my own writing. That's okay. <laughs> we, we had the perfect marriage and I had the perfect cover. Mm -hmm. Perfect beard. We, yeah. yeah. The marriage lasted nine years until I couldn't handle the voices in my head and the fear all the time. Mm -hmm. I started out by slipping a note in my sister's ex pocket explaining what was going on. Her reply stunned me. I know it exactly word for word. She said, why didn't you tell me a long time ago? Because I already knew. Mm. Love you no matter what. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's nice. Well, that's powerful yeah. to hear. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. And I remember every single word of it. Yeah. Know. Next, I invited my mother and my brother over to watch a gay-themed love story. What it, love it story? It was a movie. Um, it was an early frost. Mm. Oh, okay. way, way back when when AIDS was just coming out mm. oh, okay. and the mother accepting the son who has AIDS. Mm -hmm. Okay. So they came over and they watched that movie. After they watched it, her reply was, so what? Don't worry. We love you just the way you are. You're mm -hmm. still Larry. Aww. And my brother said the same thing. The rest of my family fell in line except for my one brother and my father, to which it was my choice to exclude them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I spent 10 years in the military and retired at 29 and moved back to Windsor. It's hard to explain when I came out and how. When my wife and I split up, I told everyone I was gay. I thought, if there's a closet, that door's not going to be on it. Mm. Yeah. Bust right through it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So it was a lot of little tidbits dropped along the way. Uh, yeah, I've had three attempts at suicide over the years. Mm. To the point, one time I was in the hospital for five days. Wow. And then I spent six weeks in a mental hospital when I was in my forties and I was diagnosed with PTSD. Mm. And most people think PTSD is because you're in the military for 10 years. Mm -hmm. Well, according to the doctors, the PTSD was because of my early years with my father. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, sure. yeah. yeah. So if you think you're listening to a 68-year-old man, just think my life is still today ruled by that five-year-old boy inside me. Mm -hmm. I still listen to him. I still believe what he says. I spent three years in uh, OC, OCD, no, <laughs> adult ACOA, which is Adult Children's of Alcoholics, where you're fine, 
mm-hmm. but you're living with somebody who has a problem. Mm-hmm. So it took me three years there to find out that I wasn't the problem. It's not my fault. Mm-hmm. I was just a little kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. You're five. Like, that's not yeah. you. Yeah. yeah, I was just a little kid, and he was the sick one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I knew my brother had committed suicide, mm-hmm. hung himself in my mother's basement. Wow. And my dad came walking up to me and put his arms around me and started crying. And the thought that went through my head was, this poor bastard just lost his son. Mm. And I hugged him like I would hug a perfect stranger. Because yeah. that's how I felt he was. Yeah. You know, it was yeah. just nothing for him. I realized then that, you know, I don't need you in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when he died, I pinned a rainbow flag on his lapel in his coffin. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Well, it was, it was kind like, of... That doesn't surprise me <laughs> from you whatsoever. Yeah. Like. Well, it was kind of comical because my sister come up to me and asked me if I could do the eulogy. And, <laughs> and you're like, I got nothing good to say. <laughs> I'm like, are you serious? And she said, yeah, you're the only one who could do it without crying because you don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I did the eulogy at his funeral. I didn't care. <laughs> All right, let's get back to here. So if you think you're listening to a 60-year-old man, think that, again, it's ruled by a five-year-old boy inside me. And I discovered the Trevor Project, which is a group mm-hmm. to help gay teens. Mm-hmm. I adore them. All I can say is I'm here now. I made it through the rain. There are many more aspects to my life. Just remember, it gets better. High school mm-hmm. sucks. But after yeah. high school, you get to choose who your friends are. Mm-hmm. You'll find out pe- find people just like you. You get to pick and choose who your own family is or who you want to hang out with. Hold your head up high and stand proud. Today, I'm a five-year-old boy who's grown into a 68-year-old man. Or boy, still. <laughs> I'm in a relationship that I never thought I could find someone, never thought I could find someone and be this happy. I have learned I am not ugly. I am not a piece of shit. I will amount to someone. Somebody will want me. And I don't care if you like me or not. Yes, I am a proud fag. Oops, politically correct gay man. (laughs) Absolutely. And I think that's, like, such, like, you know, an important message, too, even to, like, the parents that might be listening of, like, the things that you're saying around your child, even if it's not directly to them, but, like, Mm -hmm. especially if it's directly to them, have such a lasting impact on their lives. Like, it matters what you say, and it matters how you treat the people around you for so long. Completely. I mean, I learned from him. Yeah. How to, I have two daughters. And I learned from him how not to treat them. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. They'd come home with a spelling test where they got two out of ten. Sorry. And I would say, did you study? Yes. Did you study hard? Yes. Then I'd go, that's great. You got two right. Yeah. 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 It's how you build up your own children and how you reply to people. So a teenager fighting to come out and to be gay and everything else, my words are smash that damn door now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And don't worry what other people think. Mm Yeah. It's not about them. This is you and your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like I said, I've tried to commit suicide three times, Mm -hmm. fighting 
I'm not gay, I'm straight, and blah, 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 yeah. you know? And it's not worth it. It really yeah. isn't. Yeah, it's and, not. And with my brother committing suicide, you learn what was left behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. see the... You see the pain. See the ripples. See the effects. Yeah. 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 I mean, it destroyed a lot of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My mother moved out of her house, never stepped foot in it again. Yeah, I wouldn't want to. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's just, it's devastating. Mm-hmm. So for me, for me, coming out is, do I have a definitive date or a day? No. It, for me, the coming out was a long process mm-hmm. of me eventually standing up mm-hmm. to you. Yeah. You know, I was bullied all my life and now I'm the bully. That's <laughs> <laughs> <It's> true. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just be yourself. Yeah. yeah. And like things so much get better. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, I look at your relationship right now and I look at how happy you guys are and like it's like super adorable and cute to see. I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah. I hope I grow old like that. And we just celebrate our sixth anniversary last night. <laughs> And, but, like, you wouldn't know it was only their sixth. Like, you'd yeah. be like, oh, you've been together, like, 20, 30 years. Like, yeah. Yeah. you know? Um, and it's just, like, so cute to watch and see and, like, yeah, that things truly do get better. And like, we actually met right here. Here, the agency look. Love, yeah. that was brought on by our agency. <laughs> no, it was Lori. <laughs> As usual. Yeah, Lori I lived was in Toronto 15 years. Up. Mark's lived in London 30 years. I moved back to Windsor, <coughs> and the next year, no, just a couple months after I moved back. A couple months after I moved back, he moved back. Yeah. And <clears throat> we had been talking on the computer, but had never met face to face. And a couple weeks of talking, I come into the lunch program, and he's sitting there with Lori, because he didn't want to be alone, and we're just looking at each other, and. Then he's sitting outside to get registered for something, and I asked him if he wanted to ride home. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at that. And we've been together Chivalry ever since. Ain't dead. <laughs> and the rest is history. The rest is yeah, history. It's so yeah. cute. <laughs> and now we have a nice, I call it the penthouse apartment, but it's, <laughs> it's on the 11th floor overlooking the Detroit River. Nice. And the other balcony faces the west, overlooking. Yep. All of Windsor. Yeah, yeah. And you have grandbabies and, and a family. Actually, and like I have two daughters, seven grandchildren, <laughs> two great grandsons. <gasps> Already? And oh my gosh. a great granddaughter due November twenty second. Wow. That's so exciting. Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> and I don't know how that happened. <laughs> I'm not, yeah. I'm not that old. <laughs> a great granddad at sixty eight. That's pretty cool. 65. That is, actually. 65. Wow, that's amazing. I don't know why I thought 68. I thought I heard you say 68 earlier. But wow, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's so cool. I said the same thing. Maybe (laughs) you'll be a great, great granddad. Yeah. You never know. It could happen. <laughs> that would be amazing. Like 20 years from accept, now, it I could totally happen. I will accept that because that means I can live that long. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Hey, you got it's, tons of time left. Well, tons I of time. Been yeah. falling apart on me now. Oh. <laughs> He's been falling apart on me for quite some time now. But. Yeah, you look at me and you think I'm fine, but I have a lot wrong with it going on right now. Oh. Yeah. yeah. But 
we're so happy that you came on and like shared your story yes. with us. Thank you so much. Here. And Thank like just so being much. completely open mm-hmm. and honest. And I'm sure our viewers, our listeners, our viewers, our viewers. <laughs> they can't even see us. Uh, our listeners are going to love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just try to be myself. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I mean, uh, yeah, I just just want to say that it, we just really appreciate it. And yeah, I know it's like a vulnerable thing. It's like a big deal to share like your full story like yeah. that. And we just really appreciate it. You've, yeah. you're to me, I just like, wow, this is such a resilient person who's been through yes. so much. And like, yes. instead of going through all that and being bitter or like resentful, you have a great life. You're happy. Wow. You're thriving. Like, you know, just, I'm just really blown away by how resilient you are you know it's you can it's beat awesome. yourself up all you want but yeah. it's not going to get you anywhere and it's true you just got to find that place that keeps you smiling all the time mm-hmm. yeah okay yes yeah, okay. so, like i said it was hard to come up with i don't want to come up with a concept but mm-hmm. as far as my coming out it's just it wasn't one of those oh i think i'm gay i better tell people yeah yeah. It, it was an evolved process of being born gay, but at the same time being pushed not to go in that direction. By yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. And you're constantly fighting back and forth. Yeah, yeah, and like part of that is like due to like the time period you were born in, but also like right. I think we still see that now with so many different cultures and yes. religions. And yeah, I was born in '52, so yeah, yeah. I mean, my teenage years were in the 60s, and Mm. that was a mess. (laughs) (laughs) But I think we're good for this episode. Yes, thank thank you you so much. Thank you for having me. If you want to share your coming out story or have comments, questions, concerns, compliments, feel free to reach out to us. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at PositivePlace. Send us an email at positiveplace at gmail.com. That's positive with a Z, place at gmail.com. Or reach out to us on Facebook at Positive Place. Bye! Bye.